just got scammed yesterday. Oh, I forgot I was gonna say. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I almost got scammed yesterday. <laughs> All right, wait, wait, let me introduce it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Hi, guys. Welcome back to... <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, welcome... <laughs> all right, all right. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the How Great Is That Art podcast, the most wholesome podcast in the Northwest. More wholesome than that one video with uh, those two little boys who are internet friends. And they're both music prodigies, right? And then they started speaking to each other on the internet and they ended up meeting in real person. Yeah. It was so cute. I, I've not seen that. It was so cute. I'll, I'll, oh. I think I, I'll send you the video. I think, that's the, okay. I think I saved it. I've not seen that. Really Do you know cool. what I think is really wholesome? What? The girl that was calling out Boris Johnson to her <laughs> granddad. Have you seen that video? No. She's what? like she's like sat there getting ready for school and she's like, this Boris Johnson was having parties and lot. <laughs> and it's like a five-year-old girl. It's so funny. I don't he I didn't get what he said that like no one told him it was okay. But isn't he making the rules? He made the rules. <laughs> That's what I find so stupid. It's like, how are you making the rules? And then you're like, oh wait, nobody told me. <laughs> Sounds like the Queen literally going, Oh, no one told me that I run this country technically. I thought he was he was making like a like a sarcastic joke, like you know, oh no one No, told he's me just dumb. Way. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> By the way, me and Shivani no, no, are on the he's train. Just stupid. And we're wearing masks. Oh yeah, sorry. Um yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that, that <was> <laughs> you can take your mask can off. Can I take this off? <laughs> can I take <laughs> I don't want to get fined. Is it not like a £2,000 fine? I thought it was 200 Or did I make that up? It probably says on the sign behind me, does it? No, it's no, it just keep, just... keep your I think 2000 is for the um, electric scooters. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I should lot. know what the fines are. I'm pretty sure the electric scooter costs £2,000 or something. Jesus Christ. I don't know, but so imagine the fine is basically the price of the skewer, pretty much. Yeah, basically, you're just not, yeah, you're paying it out again. That's crazy. Well, how are you? How's school doing? I'm good. How are you? Stop calling it school. That's so (laughs) weird. Uh, I feel like I'm 10. I said that the other day. I was like, I'm going back to school. I was like, no, 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 wait. I'm not. I'm going to uni. Uni's good. I just finished exams yesterday. Oh, how did it go? I don't know. I don't want to jinx it. I think they're okay. I think they All went right. okay. <laughs> I don't, I never like saying they went good because mm-hmm. then I'm like convinced that they're going to go bad, even if they were good. So yeah. let's just say they were okay. One was a little hard. Yeah. They caught us off guard. That kind of rhymed. It did. It did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, they're okay. Thank you. I start uni again on Monday. Oh. Mm. oh so you got like a little break? I've got two days. <laughs> yeah. How's your week? How have you been? Uh, I've been good. Um, Did you hear that? Just hit my knee. <laughs> again? <laughs> Just smashed my knee on my It's <laughs> on the pole. Sorry, on the pole. Yeah, my week was, was good. Um my contract at work is ending soon so apparently they're oh. throwing me a sushi party that's what i heard like, <gasps> no, that'll be really cute <laughs> that'll be <laughs> so cute because that <laughs> you get your last your last little dose my of first sushi day i actually had leave. sushi as well so it's like it'll be like my first day and my last so at the day. end of an era yeah is that gonna be the last time you eat sushi no you're I gonna give up now. sushi forever. <laughs> I don't think I'll eat it as often, but like, I'm not gonna yeah. stop. Yeah, no, can't well, stop. Won't cool. stop. If no one knew what I did, I worked with Jews. With, oh, yeah. <laughs> with Jews. <laughs> yeah. We just assume that everyone knows what you do. <laughs> I, I worked with Jewish people. Um, 
Yeah, I'm just gonna end it there. That's not the name of the company. It's not just called the Jewish people. <laughs> no, I, said, you act like... I said I worked with Jewish like, people. I work with Jewish people. Yeah. I, I want but the mystery like, to be kept in people's minds. Like, what was he doing? I with still Jewish don't know people? what. <laughs> genuinely, I still don't know what you did. I just know that you worked with Jewish people because that's all you told me. I I do I did like illustrations for them for like their social media and stuff. I can show you one right now. Right now, I'm. Um... Oh wait. All I know is that you were the only black person there, and they were all Jewish. That's all you yeah. told me. It was it was quite fun being only black person in a, a Jewish scene in a room. <laughs> it, was, it was yeah, it was quite enjoyable. <laughs> it sounds like a bit of a joke, doesn't it? Like one black Christian walks into a room full of Jewish people. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> I <laughs> actually um, I learned how to solve a Rubik's cube there as well. So, oh, you and your stupid Rubik's cube! You showed I've, me I've gotten tra- really good, you know. You showed me on this train. <laughs> <laughs> I call. So today yeah, we're actually talking about um lizards. We're actually here to talk about Yeah, lizards. we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about art and Reptiles. like good and bad art. And like if that's a thing, yeah. is there such thing as good art? Is there such thing as bad art? Um mm-hmm. and like why? And I'm also gonna talk a little bit about my dissertation that I wrote. First class. Ooh. Oh. Um, but yeah, so we're it, going to talk about my dissertation <laughs> <laughs> on human rights. Why? <laughs> it wasn't. It's not exactly about good or bad art. It's more about whether art has boundaries anymore or not. Yeah, right. So, like, and what? As in, like, so, what is actually can what what can be considered art yeah, and what's exactly. just basically nonsense? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like. Um, so I'm going to try and use that to kind of bring it into the conversation. So we're going to start with that and then we're going to end with the banana that I like so much. It's not called the banana, but you know, we'll get into that later. The best artwork so of 2020. <laughs> Did it come out 2020? I have so many opinions on this banana. <laughs> I think I'm going to change <laughs> your opinion about of this it. banana. Yeah. Okay, sure. Right. You're going to say it's about the progression of time <laughs> and how time is like a concept that everyone ages and nobody's immune from sort aging. Of, but not exactly. I think you're going to be surprised about the explanation. Okay. Um, okay. I'm open-minded. I'm, my mind is open to be changed. Good, that's good. So um, basically my dissertation was on... The actual question was, using Danto's concept of art, it can be inferred that art has no boundaries in a post-historic era. In a seemingly boundless art world, does art still have boundaries? Um, And Arthur Danto was basically, he was like an op of art, basically. Okay. That's how I explain it in the most basic terms. He was an op. (laughs) Because he was... Like an opposite, like the opposition. Oh, see, I, I'm like, what's an, you know, I don't know these words. <laughs> you know, you have to use the full form with me. He I'm like was... a 90 year old person in a 22 year old's <laughs> body. I'm like, okay, hmm. you're like, he's an op, and I was like, yeah, cool. What does that mean? Okay, let me try and figure out, let me find a word that you would use. Uh, let's, okay, he's a Roma. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he okay. basically was saying that art is dead now and he's a bit of a vagabond yes yes vagabond he's a rat scallion oh no but okay he basically said that art is dead now um and yeah. he gave several reasons for it like he wrote so many books on it on how art is dead he explained why and he basically said well he had different theories on it and I talked about his different theories and then I tried to disprove them as well so um his first theory that he said was that art is like a 
it started as like a linear progression where it was like one era changing into another era as people were like discovering new stuff so in the beginning it was like painting and like realism and then people figured out different ways to paint and then it moved into like expressionism and stuff like that I've not saw the actual order but like he that was his argument and I basically said that that's not necessarily true because um in those times people they're like artists that just weren't in the mainstream that were doing something different that like yeah weren't exactly following the era that they were in so kind of like every everything though there's always going to be one group that's not with the norm yeah and they're just like like their art wasn't like wouldn't be recognized art traditional yeah it like it wasn't it wouldn't be recognized art at that time but later on it would be like oh this this art is cool like this is what we do now but it was made back in the day kind of stuff like kind of stuff like picasso where they're like this isn't art it's just weird shapes and stuff yeah yeah and then later you appreciate the fact that okay this is just a different type of art yeah exactly yeah and like even so like Another theory he said was that it's called the mimesis model. And mm-hmm. basically that means that um, art, art's like goal is to try and get as realistic as possible to like reality. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's saying that we've gone so far that like it's to the point where um, we've surpassed that. We've lost that. Yeah, yeah it's like we've... But, the thing with that is, even in those times, uh, it wasn't as real as like people thought it was. Because if you think about it, when they were painting like kings and queens and stuff, mm-hmm. it wasn't as candid. That was all modified. Yeah, yeah, it's like they sat in as one position. They wore their best clothes. Um, yeah. They didn't put any like pimples and stuff like that on them. So it was like it wasn't. Yeah. Well, like famously, you can use Anne of Cleves as an example. Because wasn't that the whole thing that Henry VIII married her thinking she looked completely different because her portrait was so beautiful? I don't know. About and then that. you looked. At, <laughs> yeah, because there was a thing. Is it Anne of Cleves, the fourth, the fourth wife? And then he saw her in real life and he was like, "Oh my god, she looks like a horse." Because the <laughs> painting, the painting was so different to what she actually looked like. <laughs> she looks like a horse. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the story. I'm pretty sure it's either. Yeah, he saw the Aww. painting and it was just like not what she looked like. <laughs> poor Anne <laughs> but <laughs> poor, poor Anne I feel so bad for her and he also um, there was like this one uh, Andy Warhol painting which kind of made him like um, so he's like, a fairly, fairly recent critic he I think it was like he like he's been criticising art for like ages so I think the last time he did it was like 2011, 2010. Because I think he's dead Okay, now. so but he's okay. like a contemporary. He's a, he yeah, was a contemporary yeah, critic. Yeah. Okay, right. So it was, uh, what was it called? It was Andy Warhol's like Brillo boxes. Um, yeah. And he was like, oh, this isn't art because it's basically the same thing as the actual Brillo box. Like there's no difference between it. So he's yeah, saying Yeah, so that, where's like the imagination like, of yeah. it? Yeah. And then... Um, he basically concluded that as long as there's an advocate for art, that makes it an art piece. It's like, if there's no advocate for it, then it's not art anymore. Okay. And um, I think that's really interesting. And I think that's a good place to start. Oh, okay. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Um, but yeah, basically I was saying that in Joshua order... <laughs> <laughs> it was my I was getting off my stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, the train we had to change characters. <laughs> this train was de- like what was it called? <laughs> the train was alighting at the station. Terminating. <laughs> but yeah, in order for art to have um in order for something to be art, it has to have an advocate. Um because art now is less about the object, it's more about the theory behind it. Um, and that's yeah. why we have 
this idea is like we don't even know what art is everything art what is art like we have all these ideas yeah. because it's no longer about the object it's not just a painting yes that's art but now I can lift up my phone and say this is an art piece and or even yeah it's like how you perceive it and yeah like even you walk into uni like that could be a performance yeah it's yeah just, <laughs> but it's just on it's my recital yeah um so no that's really interesting though actually yeah. because when you think about it people wouldn't take it as art but I was watching um I started watching Euphoria recently yeah and the way they filmed it is so artistic like that's the only way you can explain it mm. because it's the way the lighting the costume the way they use reflections and everything in it is just that's a work of art it's not just you know a regular guy with a camera filming these teenagers in a corridor because otherwise it's not the show like the whole show I think is based on the artistry of it and it's yeah so that's like a thing where it's like that could be art Mm. it's not just a painting anymore it's not just like somebody drew something but it's visuals and kind of everything that goes with it which is really interesting and the music music plays a big role in like live art especially so do you think that like art today like there's still boundaries to be broken like there's still places where we can develop or do you think like there's nothing that hasn't been done that like we can do I think people find new things because I think if you ask someone maybe 200 years ago they would say we've done everything possible and then the like I was talking about with Euphoria for example like then the video camera came about mm. then like people started recording music like on CDs that for wide distribution and stuff yeah making it more accessible I think there's loads more things that would probably be done that we wouldn't even think of right now and a lot of it I think will have to do with techno like technological advancements and how it works because again graphic art if you ask people ages ago maybe 100 years ago they wouldn't have thought graphic art would be a thing yeah because it's just not a concept yet so I think maybe probably there's I think boundaries are like sort of they're made to be expanded aren't they yeah so there's always going to be something new to come about afterwards that'll expand it further but right now I think certain pieces of art and you know what I'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh just there's certain things people are like oh my god that's like art but you're like N- is it though <laughs> it like, is <laughs> I mean, you know it's it's but it's like you think of when you think of art you think of an actual process you think of hard work going into it you think of like mm. somebody sitting at like a desk or something for ages and ages thinking of this concept and p- either putting it into video putting it into music putting it onto paper putting it onto their graphic like computer screen but then there are certain things where you're like, or building it even. And then you see certain things and you're like, that's art. But again, it's what you perceive. It's like everyone yeah. has their own perception. That's it, the, I think that's the issue. It's like, that's your idea of art. So that's what you gauge as art. Being artistic, art. yeah. Not even just like good or bad art. It's like art or not art. But In its uh, general sense, yeah. Yeah. So... um. I think that uh, there still are boundaries, but I don't think it would be as revolutionary as it was back in the day where there was like a new era for each boundary that was broken because everyone's just doing their own thing now. Um, But I think one of them is like consent. Like, I think um, since that's like a thing in society, we've all agreed that's like, um that's something that we shouldn't mess with like women giving consent and stuff like that what am I saying yeah like women giving I don't know what you're saying but you fully triggered me because my exam yesterday was on the law (laughs) on consent so my mind I'm just having flashbacks to like the legal side of consent (laughs) what I'm trying to say is yeah there's basically this this performance piece um, my mind's like R.V. Brown, R.V. Wilson, like in my head right now, just thinking of cases. 
I forgot the woman's name. It was uh oh yeah, it was Marina Abramovich or Ab- Abramich. And it was called Rhythm Zero. And basically, um yeah. she stood in a public place and she allowed people to do anything to her and she didn't like react or anything. And like there was I've people, heard, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, there's people like cut like her shirt, um someone pointed a gun at her head. Um yeah, like <laughs> it got crazy but where was this i'm not sure it sounds like it would only happen in like new york in the middle yeah, of I like times where she's just stood there but like today that that wouldn't be accepted i don't think it would be allowed yeah and that's the i think thing. there are so many like i don't think it would actually be allowed by legal forces because it's like and like law enforcement because it's such a dangerous thing mm. But it's like, like you said, someone pointing a gun at you. Yeah, like that's, I think, like stuff like that, that's a boundary to be broken, even though it has been back in the day. It's like, it's been replaced yeah. because, like, nowadays it's more dangerous. You can't just yeah. trust you can't just, people. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just let people point a gun at your head, especially no. when guns are legal in America. So, yeah, that's scary, isn't it? <laughs> she makes me think why yeah. he had a gun on him. Back in the day, but just what just walking through <laughs> town. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go get a burrito. Let me just pack my gun. It's like wallet, keys, phone, headphones, a gun. Yeah, got it. Let's go, guys. But um, so with this, I've actually developed I think I developed like a theory on how I uh gauge good or bad art. I think okay, it depends on um it's all about intention and it's the mm-hmm. intention of the artist because <laughs> you are triggering me <laughs> all the intention in your exam <laughs> the mens rea that's the whole the, the whole way you formulate a crime or like what was the mens rea <laughs> but <laughs> oh no yeah it's like intention because i think that good art invokes emotion like bad art invokes emotion as well though but it invokes bad art invokes the like it can there can be good bad art like if it's bad art but invokes the right emotion in you then that's great art i think good art invokes emotion great art invokes the right emotion and yeah it's all about the intention of the artist like say if i wanted to make a piece on pain that makes people cry if it makes people upset that's good art if it makes people cry that's great art because it's doing exactly what i wanted it to do that's why i say what if you're crying for the wrong reason though what if it doesn't invoke the emotion that you want it to invoke then i'll say it's good art because it makes you feel something at least just not what you intended Because like you know yeah. in galleries when you just there's so many like pictures and paintings that people just walk past like they even yeah I think that's mediocre like people don't care about it even though it's in a gallery like you can appreciate it but yeah it's like you it don't stand do there anything for you trying to yeah like and I think that good art makes you like stop and it's like oh wow unless the intention of the art was for it to be boring and like mediocre then I think yeah. that's good art. So that's why I say it's all about intention. It's like, if this is what you set out to do, if it's not what uh, you set out to do, like if it's not getting the right reaction, then that's not mm-hmm. good art. And I think even you can even bring it into like technical skill. Like say if you're trying to draw a picture of um, like Taylor Swift, let's say Taylor Swift yeah <laughs> let's say i'm i want to draw a realistic picture of taylor swift and it like the eyes are wonky i've done a bad job because yeah it doesn't look like taylor swift it looks like marilyn monroe but... so, yeah it looks like completely <laughs> like that's bad art. but if i drew something that looks exactly like taylor swift that's great because it's doing what i wanted it to do yeah um yeah, I just so like do you do you achieve your final sort of like aim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I th- there has to be good and bad art because otherwise, not everything can be good art. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Like if there isn't good or bad art, what's the point of making art? And how do we 
make sure that each art is valued at a different rate. It shouldn't all art be the oh. same price. <laughs> I can tell you this because my year nine art teacher, if you're watching, hello, <laughs> told me that I was like the worst artist ever <laughs> and I should never do art <laughs> because I'm so bad. <laughs> I tried to draw a London landscape um, literally... It, what was it called? Is it the the gherkin? Yeah, the gherkin. I did a land. I did a landscape of London. The gherkin looks like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It was like <laughs> it was like that. Shout out, Miss Davis. Oh, Miss Davis. She didn't like me either, but I she think... likes me. She just didn't like my art. She hated it. She didn't like me. I think she liked my art. She didn't like me, but I don't know. It's a bit jealous. Oh, if traumatized. We're being <laughs> absolutely traumatized but yeah that's another thing why do they teach in schools if there's like how you teach me to be in because the way they mark it in uni right they mark yeah the art based on your reflective writing which basically shows your process and how you did it so yeah. it's like what i'm saying like if it's not if your reflective writing is not reflective of your work your piece at the end if i can't see what you're telling me then you get a bad mark for it and well because then there's different types of like degrees in art isn't there yeah because I think there should be like a theoretical degree for art like just the theory of it and the kind of like process of it Mm. like like fine art degrees I feel like do that yeah like it's not focused on just your artistic ability but your artistic like your understanding of the process or whatever yeah 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 because that's I how think that it should is. be a big yeah. element. Because I, um, my, one of the pieces I did was I basically went on Instagram and I made a yeah. fake page and I pretended to be a rapper and I made like terrible music. Um, and I wanted to see how many people would like believe me. And like at the end of it, I got like, I think it was like 100 followers. And then those people asking to collab and stuff like that. And You're joking. I swear that was my art piece because I saw some <laughs> women do it. She um yeah. pretended to be like a model, like she just posted <gasps> pictures and yeah. she got like 90k followers or something. But That's she was like, an do artist. You know Max Foshes? Max, no. Fosh, he makes YouTube videos. He did that. <clears throat> oh, sorry. He did that. <laughs> he made like um sorry, I just possessed for a second. Um he made like a thing where he just dressed like a model yeah and he tried I think he tried to get into fashion shows and people he just acted like a model and then people were convinced that he was a model at London <laughs> Fashion Week oh that's interesting it went really actually. well yeah I think they like everyone loved like all the teachers they're like oh well done teachers I didn't even know it was like oh great job great job she was American. So. Was this in America? I was about to no, say. No, it was here, but the teacher was... No, she was Irish, but she had, like, an American accent. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, that it was... Okay. But, yeah, um, I was very surprised at, like, how well it went. I literally just... I took a risk, and it worked out. But... Um, no, but that was really interesting, because it's sort of, like, <laughs> what, how, what, to what extent do you believe, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Are you just hopping on the train because you see other people like it? So you're like, okay, this must be good yeah but like i put very little technical effort in that and but it was all about the process yeah because i was trying to the whole point was for me to put low low like effort in it anyway to see the outcome yeah and it like it worked out um but yeah that's 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 my theory so i think that's i think that's pretty that's a pretty good um you know analogy of it <laughs> you're so lucky yeah <laughs> we were just checking out our teeth guys <laughs> don't tell them just that discussing, just discussing <laughs> our dental records <laughs> okay now it's the moment everyone's been waiting for finally going to talk about this banana okay oh not the bleeding banana yeah okay and for visual oh, reference talk about the lobster phone the lobster phone See, that's, that's in the, the same... Phone. How can you love that? And then you hate the banana. It's the same... Because it's realm. just... No, because the, the lobster... Like, okay, here's my here's my actual problem with the banana, right? We'll set it out. The lobster phone yeah. is... Like, they've designed the phone 
they've yeah. designed the the actual phone component of like an old school telephone. He designed with the banana. With the, no, the banana is from a shop. He didn't grow the banana. No, but he put the garden. tape on the banana. Okay, yeah, but like that's that is that it's a pre-made, <laughs> it's a pre-made, pre-grown banana that's been taped with not even like nice colourful, like just duct tape. Okay, okay. How about this? Everything, Whereas every lobster... art piece made is pre-made in some sort of way. But then no, but the lobster phone, like, yeah, they've t- I get that because they've taken the shell, the design of the shell of a lobster and put it onto a phone, which is already pre-designed. Yeah. And they've just made it. A, but it, it's a cool concept. Like, it's an actual original concept. This Taking is original. Taking the, the wall. It's, I mean, I'm sure some kids done it before. No, nah, no one's done this. Listen, okay. Just... <laughs> First of all, okay. This was made by an artist called Marie, Maurizio Catalan. And if you know his work, this guy is known for doing stuff like this. Like he stuck his friend to Being a wall. Being an idiot. He stuck his friend to a wall. David or... Dobrik did that. No, but he did it first because he did it in 99. Also, right? He, he made a golden toilet, which Donald Trump was going to buy, but got stolen. Um... Oh, I know about the golden toilet. Yeah, that's the same guy. Okay, yeah, but that's just dumb. But the thing is, there was something interesting you said. Like you said that um, there was no, like, he just did this. Like, there was no thought process. But there actually was. There was a big thought process behind it. Um, he actually stuck a banana to a wall everywhere he travelled to see, like, how it'd look um, and to get inspiration. Like, he'd go into his hotel rooms and stick the banana to a wall. And he also made several models before this one. He made one in resin, he made one in bronze, um, and he painted one in bronze as well. And then he came back to the idea of a real banana. Um, so that trumps what you said, first of all. So there was a thought process behind it. Okay, but when I say there was no thought process behind it, I mean, there's no, like... It's quite effortless. I feel like it's effortless. It feels effortless. Even yeah, it, it is wasn't. effortless. 100%. There's no, like, you know, when you think about people, like, when you think about famous artists doing, like, their most famous, like, making their most famous art pieces, you think about, like, you know, absolute, like, whoa, like, a cinematic montage of them making it. Not a cinematic montage of, let me get my tape, let me go to Sainsbury's, get a banana and stick it to the wall well unless your you know name's I mean? marcel duchamp, marcel duchamp. He, have you seen that picture of the toilet seat it was like a toilet maybe like a really famous picture i'm gonna google that basically he bought a toilet and then he displayed it in art he didn't do anything to it he signed it and then that's it oh the, what the urinal yeah I've heard about the urinal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, okay, the name of this art piece, this banana, is called Comedian. Does that change anything about what your thoughts are? Well, no. I mean, it makes me more confused. Comedian? That's not going to... Why do you think it's called Comedian? For 10 marks. <laughs> <laughs> what am I at school again? <laughs> um, the only thing I could genuinely think about is like mm-hmm. the sort of the aging process of a banana. It's like you take a comedian, you put it on display, like they go on display to the public. Mm-hmm. Some people find them funny, some people don't. Like some people think this is great, some people won't think it's great. And over time, it'll wither and sort of rot. Mm-hmm. And then they're gone with that. See, the fact that that made you think shows that it's a good piece of artwork. But that's not the reason why, really. But that's I like that explanation. It. It's actually, yeah. it's like in reference, you know, when 
Like people will put a banana peel on the floor and they slip on it. Yeah, like Mario. Yeah. So like it's a reference to that. That's why it's called comedian. But um the whole point of the banana basically is to laugh at mainstream media. So he's basically showing how um like the art world is like it's low effort and like um like the consumer market is like a banana it just, it's so fast and it's like going downhill so fast as the banana like when it ripens it decomposes so quickly and yeah he's That's basically similar saying, to what i said yeah kind of yeah. well i said like no. a comedian it just withers like with time they're just gone yeah, but it's like, like you said it, but you brought something else into it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I used a different sort of analogy for it, but kind of the same thought process. Yeah, but um, yeah, and then he's showing that he's basically seeing how people put value on it just because it's in a, like an in in a gallery. Like he he was yeah. his his intention was to like laugh with people not really at people like he wasn't saying oh ha ha look i can make this crap artwork and it sells a lot he's saying that look i make this crap artwork and it sells so much why is it that it's selling so like well and it's yeah. just a banana tape double and yeah no I yeah and it's like what we we're saying before like they bought the idea they didn't buy the actual object because Someone actually ate the banana after another artist. I was about to say, what happened to the banana? Yeah, he ate it. Did they replace it? Oh, yeah, they, like they replaced it. Months? They replaced it every three days. Um, and the people that bought it didn't buy the actual banana. They bought a contract on how to set up the banana in their own house. Because, like... Like intellectual property rights, basically. Yeah, because they can't actually buy the banana. They bought the, they bought the idea of the yeah, banana, not the they bought the idea. Not, yeah. Um, but it'll still be like considered his because like he did it first, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I just find that bizarre. Like, surely <laughs> if bizarre. you wanted that in your house, <laughs> you wouldn't get the actual banana. You surely you would get like a a sort of because you can with the technology you can get that same banana made out of like plastic or some sort of you know. Mm coated in protective resin or something to preserve it but then that changes what it is yeah but then the effort of changing out a banana every like it would rip your wallpaper off <laughs> every time you rip that duct tape off and put a new one back on <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but yeah that's that's why and i like it so much because no it's interesting mm. it's also it's like art is what you can get away with at the same time i just think it's a bit like the bed mm, you know, it is the like bed. the bed 100% but i think the bed is a lot more like just i think that's quite flimsy i think the bed is just a very like <laughs> oh, look how far let's look let, like let's see how far i can go with this yeah i don't know i i i just i have a love hate relationship with contemporary art because on one side i enjoy seeing like the ridiculousness of it and like people getting angry about it and then like yeah. the artist just laughing in people's faces and then on the other side side it's like it's kind of making people less interested in art and so it doesn't help people like me because like we're trying to get people to buy us like, well maybe not me <laughs> maybe not me specifically because I'm an illustrator so I'm already targeted to a certain market anyway like yeah i'm not gonna go to a gallery like my work's not i'm not looking for my work to be in a gallery so it's not really affecting me as much but like say if i wanted to it'd be harder now yeah. because banana boy but <laughs> <laughs> banana boy yeah yeah no, so it's, it's, i get that yeah love hate mm. Do you have any different... So has, have I changed your mind about this banana? I'm thinking about it because I'm like, no, oh, yeah. I like that there's an actual thought process, but I knew there would be a thought process behind it. Yeah. But I think it's just a ridiculous kind of 
I like the concept. I just don't like the execution of it. I think. Mm. I don't know why. It just it frustrates me that this can <laughs> go like you know. <laughs> because it's one of those things where when you look at art, you you want to think about the thought process that goes behind it for sure. Yeah, yeah. But then there are certain things where you're like this should not be in public, like on display. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something that you want to like. I'm not going to pay a hundred pounds to go see it. Yeah. But I'm going to pay like you know I'm, I'll pay a ticket fee to go and see the Mona Lisa, but I won't go for this because that you see the visual like creative like that's the thing it's the visualization of it mm, like yeah. the thought process is great but how it's sort of advertised almost is I not, did, I'd actually know? pay to see this just because like just because of the concept now though that's what I mean yeah you but see no, it because of the that, hype yeah I'd go for that I'd, I'd, I'd go to see like is this actually a thing like there's something this ridiculous is it actually there like that's what i'd go to see yeah because Mona lisa like yeah it's it's nice i'd love to see it but it's like it doesn't interest me as much as this does because there's a million million lisas like obviously there's one Mona lisa but like i mean there's a million no, that's paintings. why she's so famous there's only one Mona lisa there's, like i mean yeah, like, there's no, a million paintings mean. of beautiful women in like galleries and stuff like that like we've seen it all before we haven't seen this before, but that's the whole point ever. of Mona Lisa is that she's average you know she's just an average woman she's not like a beautiful like stereotypically beautiful lady yeah she's just an average person yeah but it's like I mean like it's different like yeah. it's not traditional like I'd rather no, I know go... I know what you mean I'd rather go and see a man sweep the gallery than um like go and watch um trying to think of something then go and look at van gogh's starry night really yeah like as a performance him sweeping the gallery up like but he's pretending that he's just a worker but it's a performance of him sweeping the gallery I'd, i'd love to see that i was actually thinking of doing that (laughs) <laughs> one of my art pieces <laughs> just sweeping a gallery for free. yeah I was, I was gonna sweep up um like the uni like the art department as like one of my <laughs> art projects but no, i decided I think... to do a mockumentary instead no i think i'd like to go and see those kind of like you know the infamous paintings yeah just to see why they are so famous mm-hmm. kind of like the concept with the banana you're like yeah. i want to see if it's what hype is about but it's sort of like i want to see when you talk about van gogh and stuff it's like yeah. i want to see his actual brushwork and like you know the physicality of it yeah. and why is that so unique that it's become the most famous kind of like painting in yeah. the world like what is it about this painting yeah, rather yeah. than the hype around it you know yeah well it, it's about it's about deconstructing the hype almost yeah because i i do like like i do appreciate realism and like paintings and stuff like that like, i do like looking at them i don't hate them i just i just think this would interest me more like i'd look at this longer than i'd look at them yeah but i get what you're saying because i do want to see starry night i do want to see uh the Mona Lisa like just because there's no point that, in the Mona Lisa she's, yeah, she's, she's so she's, she's dust now but <laughs> she's actually dusty she's so small do you know how like, I waited in a queue for god knows how long in like the peak 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 of summer do you remember when they had that massive heat wave mm-hmm. in 2019 yeah. I was in the I was in the queue <laughs> you can bleep that out I was in the queue to go see the tiniest painting of a <laughs> basic woman. How small is it? Like, I'm not even kidding. Because you can't even get close to it. Oh. Because she's so protected. It's like she's Princess Diana in the <laughs> flesh. Like, she's in, like, this box in the yeah. middle of the Louvre. And you have to go through, like, a massive queue because... You can walk through the Louvre and go through like all the different places, but there's a massive queue directed towards the Mona Lisa. 
So instantly you're like sucked into the queue because you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And you wait in this queue and then she's like, I want to say, she's the size of my textbook. That's what she looks like from the distance where I was at. Mm. It's like a kind of square frame. Wow. Like, you know, that, that I, w- I would genuinely say, you know, the picture of my granddad in my living room? Yeah. That size. What? I yeah, thought it would be like big. massive. You'd think it would be huge, but it's actually like a very just average size frame. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I know. But that's what I find really odd is that that kind of stuff, I get that it's impeccable. It's really well painted. But also, that's why I find it so hard to conceptualise the banana or the bed <laughs> yeah. as like as art. Is because yeah. you remember when we went to the Buckingham Palace Gallery, yeah. like the Queen's Gallery, and there are certain things that were made in like those paintings that we saw mm-hmm. from Mughal India that were made in like the 13th, like was it the 14th century maybe? Yeah. And it's so intricately painted where that's what you think about. You're like, how did they do this? Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I think it's how you like perceive again yeah. what makes art art. Because I'm like, the process is interesting, but also the intricacy is more interesting. Yeah. I think it's just a thing to where... To me personally, I think the intricacy is crazy. Yeah. It, I think it's just a thing because I... I, I would love to see that, like, now anyway. But it's a thing where it's, like, that's what you've been done. And it's, like, in order for me to be big in this art world, it's, like, I have to do something that hasn't been done. Or Yeah, no. Yeah. Yours is about, like, innovation. It's, like, business. Yeah. It's, like, what it can make like me the most money? It is a business, exactly. Like, it's, like, what, what hasn't been done that I can make my... Like yeah. my niche, it's like making your own niche, isn't it? And it's also like emotion as well, because I'm sure they had emotion whilst doing it, but like the whole point was for like technical skill mostly. I'm sure there was some symbolism in there. Yeah. But um no, it was, yeah, more... it was mostly for like historical preservation, I would say. Yeah, and like like documenting. Like the because like we don't really need to do that now because we've got cameras and video yeah, and internet. Exactly like um so right now it's just like expression like how i feel on this day or in this time and then let me express it on a piece of paper or just take a picture of myself crying or something (laughs) yeah and then let's call that art so (laughs) yeah no no that's really interesting though because it's like why do we now need art like i i genuinely feel like art started out as a concept of documentation and preservation Mm-hmm. because there was no other way for people to know what was going on yeah yeah like even you know things like courtroom sketches and stuff they exist so that people have like a visual doc- documentation of it but then like you said they can easily be altered to fit what you wanted to be reality yeah but it's moving from that necessity to now like having the luxury of doing it for expression and stuff rather mm-hmm. than just for the necessity of it yeah and I think that's what gives you the leeway to break boundaries what you're yeah. talking about I yeah not as we know mm. um thanks for listening guys <laughs> thanks follow for listening Josh guys on Instagram yeah follow me on Instagram follow Shivani too um follow me I've got two accounts <laughs> well what's oh you got Shivani Chavedi I got Shivani Chavedi which is just me and my face and my friends I've got Chefing with Shiv, which is my food page, where I create my own art mm. through food, <laughs> through the medium of food. I'm not going to spell it out because you know what happened last time. So, what you misspelled my name? <laughs> yeah, I misspelled your last name. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. I no, I can do it. It's T R. It's no, like think about it before you start. It's symmetrical to my first name. Okay. T-R-I. The I's and the V's. The V, the I and the V's are in the same place. T-R-I. Mm-hmm. V-E-D-I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My name is Art, okay? 
How <laughs> symmetrical is my name? <laughs> my last name rhymes, though, so. It does. It does. It does. Very. We've got very cool names. We've got strong names. <laughs> <laughs> not like Patel. That's not a shot in Patel. We just have friends you know that are called Patel. Are. Okay. I'm not racist. The two, <laughs> the two Patels that we're talking about know. You know who you are. Yeah. I'm not racist. Okay. I just, I just know two Patels. Okay. I'm not, I'm not calling out Patels. You know more than two Patels. I, I know more than I'm two. I'm going to call out the Patels because I'm Indian. There's too many. <laughs> <laughs> too many of you guys it gets confusing sometimes oh gosh everyone thinks I'm a Patel because I'm Indian now but yeah okay life is hard guys yeah, sorry thanks for listening and watching uh thanks Giovanni for coming on um thank you for having me I'm gonna I have to bring you back another time um can That'll talk about fun. food actually because oh yes Jesus food is an art so we can talk about food food is an art yeah. do you know what I'm your girl if you want to talk about food <laughs> the Italian in me came out even though I'm not Italian I just went <laughs> but yeah we'll talk uh, about food yeah. let's it's do nice. that you've been Bro. washed out okay. you've been washed out yeah how did the influences do it? Okay. It's like this, you do that. <laughs> it just made me disappear. <laughs> How does it work for me, but it doesn't work for you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, oh, it worked that time. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, yeah, I'll see. I'm going to be more consistent. Okay. My yeah, next episode is going to be hopefully next week and it's going to be how to make a song i have it's quite a few people that i'm bringing on so but yeah oh, be Cor- <laughs> Shh, don't tell them <laughs> <laughs> it's me and taylor releasing our new song <laughs> but yeah thank you guys um yeah bye <laughs> oh,